everyone. This is Carrie Beck with Homeschool Coffee Break. And this is a bonus session that we are adding, not in our regular schedule, but I wanted to be sure that you got this information because it is September, 2022, and we are getting ready for, a lot of y'all are just launching off into your homeschool year. So what I wanna do today is talk to you about schooling and education. And let's talk about which one are you giving your kids and how could we rethink our thoughts about school or education? Which one are you truly giving your kids? I want to just start with some questions that you can consider. I'm going to talk about the idea of conveyor belt in a moment, but are you on the conveyor belt where you're just going you know, one lesson to the next lesson, one grade to the next grade. You're just going down that conveyor belt, checking off all the boxes, productivity oriented, that's all about. But you may not really be teaching your kids how to think. So that is more of a schooling. Do you treat your kids as real people or as an item on your school lesson plan that you just check off? something to think about. Does your homeschool relate to real life? Do your kids actually understand why they are learning whatever it is? Now, I understand that a five-year-old may not have a complete understanding of why, but they can have a small idea of why they're doing what they're doing. So I think that's really important. If we're just giving them books and workbooks, that's a schooling. How do we move to an education? Do you follow the crowd, whatever is cool or current? That can be classical conversations, that can be your co-op, whatever is the cool thing right now. Are you modeling purpose and intention in your life? Or do you have double standards? One standard for you, a different standard for your kids. Do your kids see that maybe you have a double standard? And education truly gives them the thinking skills to think through all of that. Do you take time to develop godly character or do you just have a checklist? of character that you want to make sure do you are you really diving into that relationship with God with your kids um, and do you realize how important relationships are in your family so those are just some things to consider just think about it when you are homeschooling you have so many freedoms and too often we are stuck on that productivity checklist and we do not take advantage of the freedoms you have the freedom to choose what to study or even when to study. I had a friend, she was a night person. They homeschooled at night. There is no way I could do that. Do you take advantage of those freedoms? Another freedom we have is how to learn. Our kids all learn differently. In a schooling, they are just doing whatever the teacher and however you control 30 kids. More than likely, you don't have 30 kids in your home. You may have a lot, but you don't have 30 kids and they're all at different ages and levels. Are you personalizing it? You have the freedom to personalize it. And if one child is not getting um, their math or their grammar or their science, you can have the privilege, the freedom to slow down and work with that child till they master that concept. Are you taking advantage of the freedoms in your education? How about how long to study? You know, some of y'all say, well, we start in the morning, we go to three or five at night. And I'm like, oh my gosh. That would be choking me out. But let me just say, um, for us, we just homeschooled in the morning. That was it. If it didn't get done, it didn't get done. We did do some things in the afternoon, but we weren't, um, it was really laid back. It might be a girls club. It might be um, the kids reading their books independently, but it wasn't our 
formal school time that we were doing things. And we also had the freedom for educational experiences. Um, earlier this week, I was actually in Savannah and I talked about one way to inspire our kids to love learning is to go on field trips. You may not have the opportunity to go to Savannah like I shared on that, but there are always places and things you can do that are nearby and you can involve your kids and you can inspire them to truly love the learning that they are walking through. So we, we have some questions. Are we on the conveyor belt or not? Are we taking advantage of the freedoms that we have? So what is an education? That is, your first, that is the question you really need to decide. I'm gonna share with you three types of education and then you get to decide which one do you want your kids having, all right? And then I am going to share a class that will dive into one of those very deeply, but let's just talk about this. And if you're multitasking, come back to me, all right? Because this is so important. What is an educated person? First type of education is a public education. That is where our kids are taught what to think, you know? basically multiple choice tests, fill in the blank, that type of thing. They're on a conveyor belt. They start on conveyor belt station one, and they do everything the same thing as all the other kids in the classroom. They are tested the same way. They get a stamp of approval. They go to station number two, do the same activities, whatever that station two is, they get it. They um, are tested stamp of approval, go to three. There are 12 stations. And then when they finish station 12 at the end of the conveyor belt, they get a final stamp of approval and they are sent off to the market, to the job market. That is truly what public education is about. Actually, public education began back in the um, Middle Ages because the rich had private tutors, the lords and them, they may have um, group, like they would have a tutor come in for a group of kids. What did they do with the, the poor? They wanted the poor to feel like they were productive in society. So they created something called public education so that they could have some sort of job that they offered to the community, to the village, wherever they were. That is truly what had happened. And so it really is just a job training, which is what we have come back to. You notice the rich people didn't train their kids like that. They didn't school. I don't even know if they used the word school. They thought of it as an education. And it was way beyond just getting being productive and getting a training. Did you know back then they didn't even teach math to the young men because they felt like they wouldn't need to know it until they were older. And they always had someone under them, the people working for them that could take care of the mathematics. Something interesting to think about. All right, so public education, conveyor belt, checklist, lots of things. You're told exactly what to do. Next one is a professional or uh, a professional education. This is where we teach our kids when to think. If you go to auto mechanics school, you come in, clunk, clunk, clunk. This is what you um, hear. So we're going to fix this part of the car. Or in med school, you come in. Hey, doc. I got, it really is hurting and it's really tight here. What are we gonna do? Oh, when that happens, here's what we'll do. And they tell you. Now, I am not comparing the value of a car versus a human being. I'm just saying that they are taught when things happen, this is how we move forward. 
All right. And then the final type of education, which truly is what the, well, I would say lords and the kings and the queens that they were giving their children was a leadership education. Leadership education is what the United States was founded on. The leadership education that Thomas Jefferson and George Washington and Ben Franklin, all of our forefathers received a um, a leadership type education because they were taught how to think. It wasn't just a checklist. It wasn't just filling their heads with a bunch of pre-digested information, which is that conveyor belt. It was treating them as human beings that would raise up and be able to lead and influence and impact the world. And those men did that. And we had that type of education up until about the 20th century and things changed. Now, I have a whole class on leadership education that I can go over. Well, I'll just go ahead and tell you. I have a personal invitation. It's completely free. It's my September master class. And then I'm going to come back to let's look back at schooling and education. Um, but if you would like to join us, it's on September 27th or 28th. And you can go sign up for free at howtohomeschoolmychild.com slash four, the number four steps. How to homeschoolmychild.com slash four steps. We'll put that in the show notes for you as well. But let's go back to those three types of education. We have a public education, a professional education, and a leadership education. In the 1980s, there was a man named John Gatto. He was a New York City Teacher of the Year, and then he was New York City State Teacher of the Year twice. He made this comment and it has really stuck with me and it changed my whole perspective on schooling. He said, real books educate, school books, school. Think about that. If you're multitasking, come back to me. Real books educate, school books, school. What do you have in your home school? Are you giving your children a schooling or an education? What type of books are you using? I think the type of books and curriculum that you choose are very truthful as to what type of education. Are you giving your kids the ability to think for themselves when they are grown, to be able to make wise decisions as a leader, to have godly biblical character, a foundation of that that you work on? Good leaders have good character. And so we need to be developing that should be a part of your homeschooling. And good leaders love learning. Those men grew up to love learning. They didn't have boring textbooks. Okay, now I'm not saying you never use a textbook. We did use them for certain things, but real books are what will give you an education. Think about what you're doing and just see. Now, like I said, I'm going to dive real deep into these different steps in leadership education in our September Masterclass, Four Steps to Raising Christian Leaders. But before I close, I want to read a few quotes. One is from one of our students, Heather Nations, and this is what she was telling me. She said, you know, Carrie, homeschooling should be customized. I often find, she said, she finds herself complaining or comparing herself and being afraid that what she is doing is just not the right thing. She said, I love the information about Christian homeschooling and Christian leadership education. It really helps me to see how I can move forward and proceed in our homeschooling, focusing on different virtues. And so that's what this is all about. We want to help you, give you the resources so you get the results you want in your kids, all right? 
And then let me say this. God started this long time ago, homeschooling, all right? Here's what he says. These words which I command to you today shall be in your heart. Wait, I think I skipped a line. No, I, I left the verse out before then. But anyway, these words which I command to you shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. They shall, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, as frontlets between your eyes, write them on the doorpost of your home and on your gates. That to me is education. It is building a relationship with our kids so that all day long, we are talking about God. We are just talking about things we are learning and it becomes just a part of who we are. You see, your children see what is most important to you. I encourage you to seek God. He will show you how to give your kids the best education, not a schooling, but the best education. Remember, education and schooling are not equivalents. What do you want for your children? An education or schooling? And then I will close with this. You do have a personal invitation to my September masterclass. You can choose September 27th or 28th. We will go through the four steps of Christian leadership education and give you practical tips to be able to help you get to where you need to be. These are things that I personally use in our homeschool. It took me five years to get there, but then the last five years, this is what we implemented and it changed the way I homeschooled the way our kids do education. So go to howtohomeschoolmychild.com slash the number four, four steps, slash four steps. And you can sign up for free. We will put that link wherever you are watching or listening to this as well. Hey, thanks for spending time with me. This is Carrie Beck with Homeschool Coffee Break.